paradise and put up a fucking line with a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Stack the Pads, which is a uh, army men's and women's hockey podcast um, that probably uh, is going to be going down the drain here. Um, this is kind of an emergency episode. I've been wanting, I actually did want to do a, an episode over the summer uh, with Brianne McLaughlin if I could get a hold of her. Uh, but that's probably not going to happen, or at least I'm going to have to, you know, push that to the side now. Um, today we're joined by three of our editors and Tyler Gallo, uh, Nate Bryce and John Hanna, as well as myself, as well as ladies. I don't even know what I'm sure I can call you. I can't former student athletes now, um, from Robert Morris, Michaela Boyle, Ariel DeSmith, uh, and Lexi Templeman. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, RMU today and just a bombshell, no press conference, no anything, uh, centennial event type thing uh, released on Twitter that they're getting rid of both men's and uh, women's hockey. Uh, they're scrapping the programs, um, whatever verb you want to use there. They're axing it there. What did uh, Ethan use in his article? They're, they're getting rid of them. Um, I don't it's, Discontinuing. So to get started here, we'll just, let's just go around the, well, not the room, um, the zoom and um, just everyone give your thoughts on, when you heard, when you got the announcement, um, what was your initial reaction? Uh, we'll start with the athletes because you guys were, I mean, you were told before us, but not very uh, much ahead of time. Um, we'll start with you, Lexi. Yeah, um, when I first found out, I was in complete disbelief. Uh, I really didn't even know what to think. I still think I'm in shock right now, hours later, but... Yeah, it took us all by surprise, I think, and I'm sure it took all of you guys by surprise as well. And um, it, it stings a lot, and it's very confusing. Um, I haven't really sat down exactly to collect all my thoughts, but I'm still sitting here uh, wondering what the heck is going on. Um, and for us to only find out, I mean, a couple minutes before it took to social media, uh, that stings a lot as well. Um, Kind of going off what Lexi said, I think... I was in shock um, before when we first got the email that we were having a meeting, we were trying to figure out, you know, what it was about, if it was all athletics, um, you know, what was going on. And we kind of narrowed it down to the fact that it wasn't really any other team besides us. Um, and then we later found out once we got on the zoom call that men's hockey was there too. And as soon as president Howard, you know, opened his mouth, I knew it was all downhill from there. Um, it was shocking, you know, especially after the season our team had had, um, you know, winning that CHA championship and making it to the NCAA tournament. You never think, you never thought that it was going to be you. Um, I remember talking to a couple other student athletes during the year and saying, you know, what if they cut sports, like, what do you think? everyone always said well it wouldn't be men's and women's hockey like you guys are so successful um and to kind of see that success doesn't matter in their eyes uh is disheartening I feel like they don't value our work um and they put us in ex an extremely extremely tough position um you know it's almost June you go back to school in August it gives us two months to find a place to go to school or a plan 
in a world that is still trying to adjust from a pandemic. And on top of that, the extra year of eligibility being granted for COVID, it doesn't leave much room. So I think, I think shock and disappointment, it's disheartening. Yeah, I think to go off of what Boyle said and Alexi said, there's so much going into it and we had such a great season and coming out of that, we didn't really expect any of this. So shock was the initial, initial feeling that we all had after hearing the news. Um, none of us were expecting what came out of that meeting. And I think a lot of us are still processing it and it's going to take us a little while to process it because it's so much more than just cutting the hockey. I mean, there's our schooling. There's the fact that we're a team. We're not only a team, but we're a family and finding out that they just tore our family apart. And it's so much more than that. They don't realize that goes into it. And we're still trying to process it and it's, it's a lot. And I think it'll take us a little while to realize the real effect of what is really happening. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, John, Tyler, Nate, where were you guys when you heard about this? Um, I was digging trenches for my summer job and Tyler, you texted me and I was just like, okay, you know, yeah. you, the, the stages of, what is it? Seven stages of grief that you go through. It's a, uh, Denial. Had, Denial was the first one, and that was what I was doing at first. Yeah, I was like, like no, was this. Gonna... I had to check my calendar. I had to make sure it wasn't April first, obviously, because that sort of seems like the only uh, logical thing that could happen. I was at work uh, at a grocery store, and my phone was just vibrating like crazy. So uh, I got off work, and I saw two missed calls from Tyler. One from. Uh, Ethan Morrison and I was just what's happening uh so obviously I I was in shock just like as we've mentioned you all everyone here was I mean it's just hard to believe that a two programs of this caliber of this you know success could just be gone like that without like what you got well how close was your meeting 10 minutes before the official statement went out if that yeah 10 minutes and then we found out through an email that was at 12:45 for our meeting at 1:45 yeah i actually i wanted to ask about that because what what kind of meeting was this? it was a virtual meeting i'm assuming what uh yeah who was like there what, yeah who was there what what happened like you guys don't do normal may 26 meetings yeah so there was like a little bit of like what the heck is going on type thing who was it was a zoom call and um first up it was chris king on my screen and then dr howard started to speak and then as people started coming into the meeting you know all the pictures were changing and chelsea blakely was there nelly stahura was there nicole law was there like all of these different faces just started popping up on my screen and then that's when i started to see that there were some of the men's players and I just, I, I had a bad feeling in my stomach. Um, and that was the hardest part about the whole thing is that they literally were like, okay, we're cutting your program. Um, and then Chris King was like, yeah, and you can still come here. We'll honor your scholarship. And here's what you need to do if you want to go to the transfer portal and talk to these people. But okay, we have to go. Bye. We need to go tell the, you know, whole athletic department. And then they literally hung up and we were like, oh. It, it seems no. rough. 
it seems, yeah, it's it's out of the blue. We had no hints towards this at all. Uh, like, how many months ago did you guys just win the CHA championship and men's hockey hosted the Frozen Four? Um, the program was going towards the right direction, like, and then they just they cut it. It's I'm con I'm confused and I'm concerned. Um, Tyler and Nate, if you have any other thoughts, but what before? Yeah, after you guys give your thoughts, what I'm going to do here and what I have planned for the for this episode is what I'm going to I'm going to straight up read the press release that they went and we're going to pause every time we're either confused on something, we want to make a point on something or we just don't understand something then because we're going to be paused, of, we're going to be paused the entire podcast because yeah. this is full of legalese, you know. Exactly. Double, There's double a lot of, the vocabulary used in this is very you know, avoiding, like it's avoiding a lot of things. It's, it's not, I'm confused on it. I really, all, half of it is quotes saying that they're sorry. We really don't know why still, but yeah, Tyler, Nate, you guys have any other thoughts? Yeah. Um, so I was having a great day, man. I was on my first day of my internship down here in uh, Bethesda, Maryland, you know, just having a good time. And then of course, you know, 10 minutes after I get back from it, an atomic bomb was dropped and, um, you know, it sort of hit like a truck. I was like, okay, you know, maybe they're like expanding the rink or something, or they're making some changes. And then I look at it and it's like, yeah, we're just going to discontinue the program. Um, that's not how you word a press release at all. And you probably shouldn't have even had a press release to begin with. Should have held an entire press conference. If you're going to take out two entire programs that have had so much success, so much just great performances on the ice and off the ice as well and in the classroom. Uh, you need to hold a big thing for this. This is not something you can just sweep under the rug. And that's exactly what they tried to do, especially with the meeting 10 minutes before. It all seemed very hasty, in my opinion, which is not something that you want to do. Just an absolute PR nightmare. And I, I feel for literally everybody involved, not only the student athletes who are the, the most affected in this, but just everybody that, you know, this sort of hit like a truck. And honestly, it's just baffling to me why this happened. I feel bad for the Twitter admin, whoever runs uh, RMU's official twi Twitter. Um, I don't know who does that. I actually, I think I've seen her around before because I've seen her on Twitter, but um, it really like most of this anger is towards, and I'll just come out and say it. It's, it's towards the two Chris's, Chris Howard and Chris King, because um, they make the decisions here. Um, that's really what we're upset about the most. So Yeah, they got ratioed pretty quickly. So well, <laughs> Not to get in conspiracy theories, obviously, because that's not my place but i don't think chris king had much of a say in this i know you guys mentioned that he appeared on the uh uh on your zoom meeting but uh becky shoniker who used to work for athletics was tweeting how you know chris king went above and beyond he made you know uh he did difficult things but like he didn't know any of this dylan mckenna who works in athletics also said you know, they knew nothing about this. So was Marty Gelosi at this meeting? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really see him on the call, but he could have been. Just looking right now, uh, six hundred and sixty-eight quote tweets, um, and two hundred and seventy-four replies to that that tweet right now. How many likes? Eighty-three. Hmm. Nate, any other thoughts? Yeah, I'll go ahead and and share a little bit. I mean. Same thing with, I think, John, you said it. Tyler actually texted me, all capital, all capital letters. I was working, you know, was I was kind of in disbelief. I was actually pretty disheartened. And, you know, I feel for a lot of the student athletes that are affected by this. But also, 
for us journalists, I mean, a lot of, I mean, the four of us right now on this call that work for, or that write and do content coverage for Colonial Sports Network. I mean, we loved being at the rink and helping cover those two teams. Um, also putting on the broadcast for, you know, the other version of Colonial Sports Networks that helps, you know, other people get to view the games, especially in the pandemic times when you weren't able to get to the rink. But it's impacted a lot more than just, I think, the student athletes. And there's a lot of people like, John, like you said, Becky had mentioned, you know, all the hard work people put into the broadcasts and, and whatnot. And there's just a lot of people that were affected by this. And I think, you know, it saddens me because I love being at the rink. I did a lot of coverage this year, you know, stepped in, especially during the times when there wasn't a lot of students around to do the coverage for Colonial Sports Network. Um, I was there as much as I could be. I mean, oh, and you and I, we traveled to Erie for the, you know, the national, for the tournament. Um, because we wanted to be there to cover the teams, but now we don't have that opportunity. And also coming into this year, we didn't have the opportunity to do broadcast either. And that was my last or freshman year was my first experience doing that. So all that taken away just like that. I mean, at a snap of a finger, and especially I think the way that it was, it went about, like, you know, we keep talking about the Zoom meeting that just happened 10 minutes before the official statement. I think all of it was actually very unprofessional. I think, you know, I think who was it, Tyler, I think said just trying to sweep it under the rug. I mean, it was so quickly done because I felt like they didn't want the, the, the lashback from it, but they still they still got it. And I think by going without doing a press conference, because we saw a few weeks ago they did that press conference about, you know, the upgrades in track and field. And, I mean, they did the different, you know, press releases and whatnot about moving to different conferences. I mean, there's been a lot of good from athletics this year, but this was just not a good look at all, especially in the summer when, you know, students aren't around and to get, you know, a quick talking to from the heads of the departments and the heads of RMU and then, you know, the official statements out, I think it was gone about all the wrong way. So I, I was dis I was in disbelief when I saw it. And then actually I started messaging people and reaching out to people about it. And some people who, you know, aren't too familiar with the program said, isn't that what RMU is known for? Like, aren't they a hockey school? And, and they I said, beat Kentucky that one time eight years ago, but you know. And now they're a basketball school. But I mean, I, that's why I said, I said the same thing. Yeah. I mean, they're known for their hockey programs. I mean, it's the Pittsburgh's only college hockey team and, it's just very shocking, like everyone keeps saying. Yeah, I agree with you. The fact that I think we've said this a lot so far, just they're, they're trying to brush it under the rug. Like, what's so special about what day of the week is it? Wednesday, May 26th, that they're like, today's the day. We're cutting the programs. It's because they want they want to just, you know, push it aside. No, just here's this, and then we'll just forget about it, you know. Um, I, I really don't know why, why today. Uh, did – did the coaches find out the same time you guys did, or did they know a little bit before? Um, the coaches found out, I think, about like 45 minutes before that wow. the meeting was called. It wasn't very long before. I, I just don't understand it. Um, and I hate to bring this up, but we have to bring this up. Um, and, Nate, you kind of alluded to it. Well, John, you alluded to it with the Kentucky joke and things like that. Uh, Robert Morris focuses a lot of its, you know, funding and, and things on that in, in football and basketball. Um, yes, we're an American college, um, and those are big sports in America. But when you have the success, especially in the Pittsburgh area, um, that you've had with, with these uh, hockey teams, I don't get the decision to scrap them. And, 
you know, without being, you know, too judgmental of, of like the football team and the men's basketball team and the women's basketball team, they, they've received a lot from the university. I mean, they just got a brand new UPMC event center uh, just so that they could win one game for in men's basketball. Um, and, you know, they're, they're not the best team on campus, but the university treats them like it. I'm, I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are, because I'm sure you guys know people that are on those teams. And, you know, well, this is a small university. We all kind of know each other. Um, what are your thoughts? Because it's not their fault. It's not the players and the coaches on those teams. It's, it's more of the university trying to, you know, support the teams that make the most money. And I'm, I'm just curious on your guys' thoughts on that. I mean, I'll give credit to every single sports team on campus. Um, there wasn't one one team that thought that what happened today was rightfully deserved. Um, I had almost, you know, a player from almost every team reach out and just say, this is so beyond messed up. Um, how could you take away two of the best teams on campus? Like, this is acknowledged by our fellow, like, athletic teams like they knew it was wrong and they know that the amount of success that we've had and what we bring to the university um so I think when you can you know have those people tell you like oh my god what are they doing you know you guys deserve more and they you know I feel like they they probably know that they get better treatment or the university puts more into their programs than others um, but for them to even acknowledge the fact that this is so wrong and we didn't deserve this and our programs didn't deserve this, it means a lot. And I think the support that we're receiving um, from the entire community of Pittsburgh, from campus, alumni, I mean, it makes you feel better because it's like, okay, I'm not the only one that feels like this is so messed up, but it doesn't make it any easier. Um, but I think that's the one thing that is good about all of our athletic teams is we, for the most part, everyone gets along and everyone supports each other, you know, through their highs and their lows. Um, kind of going to a different topic here. What, uh, I hate to ask this question, but Robert Morris is making me ask it. What are you guys going to do? Um, Lexi, you graduated, but I heard rumblings that you and Curlette were going to come back. Um, and I can actually say that I'm not going to tell you who told you that, but whatever. Uh, what is the, uh, you know, what is the, the transfer thing looking like for you? Cause Marissa and Jimmy, she covers the NWHL. Um, she, she, she tweeted today. She's like, this is terrible. Not only because, you know, you've got the programs, you also have a lot of teams that already have their rosters for next year set in stone. How are you going to transfer and, you know, compete for a roster spot? I, and then you just had COVID. So like, you know, some players didn't come back because of that. Some players may not come back because of this. So I hate to ask it, but what are you guys going to do? I, I'm sorry. Before I have to jump off this call, Lex, do you mind if I throw my thing in there before I have to no, run? You're good. Okay. You're good. Um, I'm going to transfer. Um, hopefully third time's charm, third school. Hopefully something will work out for me. Um, but it's absolutely not the way I wanted it to end. Um, I loved my time at RMU. Um, it felt like home. And that was one thing I was looking for when I came here was to find that place I call home. Um, so I'm going to transfer and try and find another school to play at. But like you said, it's extremely difficult. Um, and nothing is guaranteed. You know, there's a chance that I won't find a place to play. 
there's a chance that not many people will find a chance to play. Um, and so it's, it's extremely tough to swallow in that regard, but um, just having faith that something will work out is the biggest thing. Michaela, one quick question before you go off. And this also applies yeah. to uh, you too, Lexi and Ariel. If uh, RMU, you know, goes back on their statement, would you stay or after the way you guys were treated, do you think you're still going to transfer if, you know, the petition that we haven't even talked about yet, if it works, if, you know, they get enough backlash and reverse this statement, would you guys consider staying or no? Um, I would absolutely consider it. I think I would have to take into account a lot of different things, but I mean, it would be tough to go back and watch perform and play for, you know, people who hurt you so badly, but at the end of the day, like, I love Pittsburgh. I love RMU. Um, it's given me so much. So it would definitely be something that I would, uh, you know, heavily consider. Um, as for me, I was planning on coming back and taking a fifth year at RMU. The rumors were true. Um, I ent- or I started doing the uh, integrated master's program uh, spring semester this year. Um, to kind of get a jump start on my master's degree. So I'm already completed my undergrad degree and partway done my master's in data analytics. So it kind of puts me in a tough spot in some senses because part of me just wants to finish out at RMU. I love the school. I love Pittsburgh. Um, There's just so many things that are right for me there. And then part of me wants to transfer and try and find a school that's going to be the right fit. The challenging part is a lot of rosters are full and to try and find a school that will um, honor my credits that I've already done in my master's as well as finish it within the next year is kind of going to be a challenging task as well. But I haven't entered the transfer portal. Um, I'm open to options right now. Um, I've kind of been contacting a few schools already. But, um, yeah, I'm not really set either way yet. I haven't really had enough time yet to digest everything. Um, as far as what my plans exactly are. Um, but as far as if RMU uh, like overturned their decision, I think I would, I would definitely uh, consider coming back and playing again. Like Michaela said, it, it's a really tough pill to swallow, um, going back and playing for a place in an organization and a school that doesn't seem to value you and doesn't seem to value your success that you've had in the past. So I think it would definitely be something a hard decision, but it's one that I would definitely consider. Yeah. And just finishing that up from those two. Um, I also entered the transfer portal today. Um, I was on it before you guys probably didn't know that, but (laughs) it's my second time on the transfer portal. Um, hopefully this time things come out and it all goes well, but like, like the other two said, spots are full right now. And as a goalie, I mean, there's not many spots to come by in the first place. There's only three on a team and most people are in your class and to find somewhere that has your major on top of that, it really narrows down the options. Um, I'm not doing masters uh, like Lexi is, but Nicole Law just sent me my official transcript to send to other schools and I really only have two classes left to finish. So ideally I could finish them this summer and hopefully start some sort of graduate program somewhere else if I do end up transferring with two years left of eligibility. But 
We'll see what happens with that. If RMU was to reverse their decision, I mean, I had a great time here and I made so many friends. Like I was saying before, it's, it's a family. So it's definitely something to consider, but just like the other two said, hard pill to swallow. I mean, representing someone who just did something so crazy and unexpected as they just did is something that would be hard to represent on the front of your chest. I know Michaela's communications with us. Uh, I forgot. I know I asked you this when we talked, Lexi, but what are your guys' major? Ariel, what's yours? And Lexi, what's yours? Um, I finished my undergrad in accounting and I'm doing my master's in data analytics. And then I'm majoring in criminal justice with minors in forensics and psychology. Yeah, hopefully you guys will find a program. I mean, it's, it's just a mess because that's another aspect that you have to worry about. It's not just they didn't cut away your, you know, your team. You got, there's an education attached to that as well. Um, Lexi, you mentioned how they undervalued your achievements. I really, you know, I thought that quote kind of drove home there. Um, those are memories that I'm sure you'll never forget. But do the memories that you guys have had at Robert Morris, this is another tough question. Do they, are they different now? Are you, do you look, will you look back on them any different? Will you look back on the CHA championship this year and think, wow, we won a CHA championship, but that was right before they cut our program. Um, you know, it, it it also, it kind of tarnishes the legacy, does it not? I mean, I'm sorry that I have to bring this up, but it, it's, it's tough. Yeah, I think, I mean, for me, the memories are always going to be like something I take pride in and um, that make me happy thinking about them. Obviously, like this is always going to be in the back of my head when thinking about those memories, but um, I'm going to try and keep happy thoughts about them because in all fairness, like this has nothing to do with our program. Like we had no decision on this and, um, I'm not going to put anything against my teammates, my coaching staff, um, any teammates past or present, um, with all the memories that I've made. So I think that it's, it's something I'll never forget this happening and it's always going to be in the back of my head. But as far as the memories go, I'm going to try and keep all the negative thoughts away and just remember the good times here. Yeah, and going off of that, like she said, we had so many great memories. Um, obviously, we weren't hoping for them to end. We were hoping to make so many more this year, which is really hard to think about right now. Um, but the memories of, as you brought up, winning CHA championships, like that's something that none of us will ever forget, and that's always going to be probably one of our top memories of, of our time at RMU in general. And with that and hopefully a ring ceremony. I hope we still get to celebrate our accomplishments this year as a team at some point with maybe a banner raising as, as they would normally do. And hopefully as a team, like we get to still appreciate what we accomplished this year and kind of wrap things up on a good note, if that makes sense, because right now it's kind of hard to accept how we ended things after coming off such a good season. But going back to the memories, I mean, they're always going to be special. They're always going to be something that I'll never forget. And this is just kind of crazy to think that so many other kids who were recruited and in classes under me won't be able to make those memories that I got to make for the past three years.
I mean, at least you guys went out with a bang. Um, just you said a ring ceremony. Um, will that be like in person with the entire team, or are you guys just gonna get a mail do or anything? I don't know. Um, that'd be fun. Uh, I'm just picturing in my head right now, like a ring ceremony, and you raise the CHA banner um, at Neville Island before. I mean, who's even gonna play there? Like, I, I don't know. Um, Pittsburgh Ice. Yeah. Our new women's club team. I don't know. Yeah, the new, uh, the next ND, uh, NWHL team is coming to Pittsburgh. Um, so if you guys, uh, listeners, if you want to help, uh, change.org, Adam Maluso, uh, legend, RMU, uh, Central Media legend, uh, put friend up a change. Friend of the channel. Yes, friend of, friend of the show, I guess, because uh, he's you know, graduated. Uh, he started a change.org. It has, last I checked, almost 2,000 signings on it. Um, it's on my Twitter. Uh, it should be on pretty much everyone else's Twitter. It's on Twitter. Go find it. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do here, but it's not really about us. Um, it's about the athletes and the coaches. And, John, you made the joke. The Penguins just got eliminated tonight. Which, uh, you know, Owen, Owen, hmm. 4,217. Nice. John, you made the joke. The Penguins just got eliminated. So, great night for me. But uh, head coach Derek Schooley uh, for the Pittsburgh Penguins assistant coach, Paul Colantino. It's happening next year. Um, and then, you know, maybe we'll integrate some of the men's and women players from RMU. But um, any uh, final thoughts? I guess I didn't really even read that thing um, itself, which I don't really think I want to do because I'll just, I'll just skim it here. Um, we are saddened for the student athletes who will be, not, be unable to continue their sport at Robert Morris University, said Chris Howard. Uh, approximately 55 student athletes. I don't think that's including the commitments that were going to come in. Uh, seven staff positions. That is a lie. Um, I mean, in terms of just, you know, coaches, maybe the coaches like, and the equipment. Yeah. But there's, there's us, there's with the Larry, Marine, what's Larry going to do? Larry Snyder and, and Bobby D they're affected too. This affects a lot more people than they, than they, than they realize. Um, it was a brief thing. It's on RMU's Twitter. If you guys haven't seen it, listeners, uh, but um, I'm, just, I'm just confused by the like first line: strategic initiatives intended to position the university to be amongst the most agile and professionally focused schools in the nation. What yeah, congrats. We have an agile school. I have no clue what that means or if that matters at all. But like, pro literally, professionally focused. I mean, we have some, you know two student athletes from the team they cut that are, you know, criminal justice and going for their masters. I mean, that is, you know, as professionally focused as you can get, I think. Also, I would like to add that we had some of the highest GPAs of the school. So, I mean, if they're thinking about the prestige and academic focus of their teams, they did just cut two of the highest GPAs on their, in their, yeah, you know, what a way to celebrate the hundred you know, centennial of the anniversary by yeah. cutting two of the successful programs. One more thing as well. I'm I'm sorry, just to go on about this, how unprofessional it is. The uh, URL for this is rmu.edu slash about slash news slash hockey info. However, the title of this is RMU Chart Strategic Course Headed Into Its Centennial Year in the subtitle. The Beyond 100 plan includes a focus on diversity and inclusion while cutting two, two of their teams, more campus events while getting rid of campus events, and reorganizing 
of athletic program. Not much reorganization as a shopping. So none of that mentions they're getting rid of the hockey programs. Like, and the tweet itself was, uh, it just said an update on RMU men's and women's hockey. Like, if you, if if no one else, like, if no one were to read that, no one would know. I mean, like, I guess I will actually be a little, you know, criticize the, the social media person or whatever. But like, let's be honest, they were really now, a lot that. of people learned this from Alan Saunders for for Pittsburgh uh, Hockey Digest because mm-hmm. he just straight up said. They're cutting the programs, um, and you, Tyler, you dropped it too. Like because the the initial tweet was, yeah, here's some updates. This isn't an update. It's almost this like is, to me, this is the it, final update. Yeah, to me, it's almost like they like ha- had that plan before, but they just attached this to it because it, it just doesn't fit. But yeah, um, of just a weird time to do it. Two p.m. on a Wednesday in the middle of summer. Yeah, great timing, RMU. Um, but and not to mention. Just after, like, I mean, we still are in a global pandemic. After a, se- a record-breaking season in a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. For uh, both it's, teams. It's just yeah, for both teams. And one other thing also, I uh, I don't know if you guys, you guys know who Matt Geica is, obviously, right? He was mentioning earlier that apparently when the UPMC event center was being built, there was a uh, reportedly a high... Uh, like high-profile donor that didn't want hockey to be at the UPMC event center. So that's yeah, know. that's also nothing new on uh, Army's mm-hmm. campus. They've had to fight for hockey pretty much since the beginning. Um, it's not, and especially with the island and stuff like that, where it is, and you know, not moving anywhere closer. I mean, there was a Kmart that literally could have been made into a hockey rink right next to campus. Um, once again, absolute head scratcher of a decision, weirdly put together, PR nightmare, not something that you want to exemplify your university as, because now that it's getting national attention, people are going to, um, and, you know, Army's never in the news, but now this is sort of in the news. Um, this is going to reflect very poorly on the university and uh, the president and anybody else that was involved in the decision. And, yeah, I mean, it was... Go ahead, Nate. Yeah, like Tyler said, I mean, it was nationally covered espn was on it as well um but i wanted to say before i mean we we talked about you know the the success of the teams the academic success of the teams but it's so odd that this is happening to the two programs that have been so successful over the past few years i mean record-breaking seasons this year and you look at teams that usually get cut they're the ones that aren't performing well on on the field on the ice on wherever on the basketball pitch and Sorry, that came out. Um, I mean, it, it's just surprising to the teams that it happened to, and it it just was a, such an odd way that it came out. And as we keep mentioning, uh, we kept mentioning earlier, it just kept getting you know just put right under the rug. I mean, it didn't seem like they even wanted to talk about it. They just wanted to come out so quickly and forget about it. But no one obviously did. And now it's it's growing in size and the other thing I wanted to mention which was sort of evading my my mind but you know a lot of programs that get cut usually you know about it a year in advance hey you know we're financially struggling this might be the last year for this program RIT men's hockey with uh, the pandemic thing they announced that did they not yeah Yeah, and uh, didn't you Alabama Huntsville yeah I mean they 
they yeah, threatened they, to close, but they came back. So usually, they, usually you know about it before it happens, but this was just out of the blue. It's like it's one thing if the team is like constantly in the bottom of the, the conference every year and they're just not gender, but like people love to go to the games and the teams were so so good. I mean, all I mean, all four of us that covered the team from here. I mean, the I came here. I mean, obviously as a hockey player myself, I came here and I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to cover hockey here. I've heard nothing but great things about the hockey program here. I mean, the first thing, one of the first things I saw when I toured here for the first time was the island, and you know. And then the first broadcast I did, which now, I mean, I've parlayed that to like more positions is that it was a men's hockey game. And I mean, just getting that chance to do that and learning all the players and learning about, you know, what they've done for this school and like all the records they've set and all the other things is just crazy. And then now it just poorly reflects on the university as a whole. Like you can't just, and they tried to, what they tried to do was try to get the least amount of flack possible from it by just like throwing something out there like really quickly without even actually planning for it. And that's, yeah, that's making it worse. Yeah, that's the most flack you could possibly get. Is also and now it's just all over the place. Uh, four thousand two hundred thirty-two signees, and that's pretty much our enrollment, right? So yeah. roughly, I mean, theoretically, roughly. every single student at Robert Morris has signed. That fills the entire event center. Yeah, um, I would expect this out of Lindenwood before uh before Robert Morris here, but um, it, it's tough. Uh, I don't know really what we can do. Again, there's the change.org. And, you know, even though it is bad press for the university that we all have attended, we need to talk about this more. Um, and we need, you know, it's good that ESPN and everyone else is starting to cover it. Yeah, I mean, um, hopefully they can go back on their decision. Uchigross quote tweeted it and said yeah. cowards. Yeah. And there's been a lot of, you know, negative words and things like that. But just, I don't know, final thoughts for me is just, you know, when I came here as a freshman, again, it's just like I've, I like I was drawn in by the by the hockey teams as well, and I always find it found it odd how Robert Morris spent so much attention and, and funding, and you know, so much towards the teams that were not very good in terms of on the field things like that, football, men's basketball, things like that, men's basketball that won NEC year, good for them, and the teams that were in my opinion, the best teams on campus, both lacrosse programs and uh, the men's and women's hockey team were not getting the coverage that they deserved. Yeah, and really, now they're getting all the coverage in the world because the university yeah. doesn't care about them. So yeah, those, um, are the, those are the yeah. four most, those are the four programs on campus that are likely to win a NCAA championship. And hopefully this does not happen with lacrosse, but um, any other final thoughts? I mean, we could, we could talk about this for hours, but I, we're all upset. Uh, we're all go through, going through the, uh, the stages of grief. Um, and uh, Lexi, I mean, Michaela's not here, but Lexi, Ariel, uh, and Michaela, and everyone on the team, I wish you you know, the best of luck of finding a new team, uh, hopefully being able to play hockey. Maybe we'll see you overseas with JC. Um, or, uh, whatever, you know, whatever it takes. It we can start right a Kmart. Now. Let's start a Kmart Cup uh, Men's and Women's Hockey League um, with uh, with uh, um, but. Yeah, it's in tough. State, you can't do that. You think? Uh, let's let's restart the D four team. Make it a uh, no. unisex D four team. That was not fun. But yeah, any other thoughts from you guys just to wrap it up here? Just tough. I mean, literally, not um, not something that you want to be. Your, I mean, army is going to be stamped with this forever. Um, it's not something that you want to be associated with the university. But you know. 
now instead of the Kentucky thing, it's going to be, oh, you're that team that cut – or you're that university that cut two of the most successful programs on uh, campus and got national coverage from it. Wow. Yeah, I sure as heck want to go there. Um, but uh, just – just a one thing, horrible, that I, one thing that I mentioned also, not only is men's and women's hockey, in my opinion, the best two programs on campus, former programs on campus, they had a freaking Olympian come out of, you know, one of these programs with Brian McLaughlin. And, like, if that were to happen with men's basketball or football, people wouldn't shut up about it, in my opinion. I'm just I'm just speaking the truth here. I'm sorry, but I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll chime in one more time before we wrap things up. I mean, and you talk about – Brian McLaughlin and the success that they've had, both programs have had. If you look on campus and look at the teams that bring in national recognition, the hockey teams lead that category. I mean, I know men's basketball, you know, they've had their their star power and they've the Kentucky game, you had the NEC championship game. You also have women's basketball who's gone to the tournament a couple times. Football, I mean, not necessarily do they bring any recognition to the school in terms of national coverage, but the women's hockey team, you guys had the Battle of the Berg last year. You know, some some big-name schools there. A lot of hockey people were watching that. And then men's hockey has the Three Rivers Classic basically every year, bringing in big-time schools, Penn State, you know, and whatnot. Boston College was there a few years ago. And then two out of the last, what was it, eight years, the Frozen Four has been here. Mm-hmm. You know, it was putting RMU on the map. And to have their name attached to some of those tournaments – they were getting a lot of national recognition and it was helping the school actually, you know, potentially get new students and get new student athletes and funding and donations. And you take those two teams away that helped put on a few really spectacular tournaments to help give your school recognition. You're taking that away. And in the end, it's probably going to hurt the school in terms of marketing more than they, they think. And just to piggyback off what you said, Nate, in my opinion article, I had a, you know, there is only one, or I guess was, but there was only one school in the Pittsburgh area that offered D1 college hockey. And, you know, RMU basketball and football is third fiddle to Pitt and Duquesne. So, you know, I think they really should have angled themselves more, obviously, than they did. But it's just one of those unfortunate things that you just came out of left field. Ariel, Alexa, you have any uh, final thoughts? Um, for me, I just, I'm still in shock, but um, I think just moving forward, um, wishing my teammates all the best and um, wherever they end up and just hoping everyone is able to end up in a spot where they're happy and they can be successful and just thank you to all you guys for always being there and covering us and um, I wish you all nothing but the but success in the future as well. Yeah going off of what Lexi said I mean wishing all the best to you guys and all of my teammates and coaching staff and hoping that everyone finds a place that that'll be good for them. Um, and on top of that, being thankful for all the support we've gotten since two o'clock, it's insane to realize how many people are really there and have our backs. So it's crazy to see all the support that we're getting after this decision. And we're very thankful that this many people are, are standing with us and being by our side. All right. Well, that will do it for 
I guess the last ever stack the pads, unless a miracle happens. Um, NWHL draft is uh, June 29th. So good luck to everyone on that. So, um, I mean, you never know. Uh, thank you all for watching, listening, supporting us, covering these teams and, you know, shedding light to what once was uh, the two of the best teams on campus. Um, well, the story's not over. We still need to get to the bottom of this. We'll have more coverage at CSN, but uh, yeah. Thank yeah, you. Good, good luck. Watching. Good luck to you too. Uh, you know, wish the rest of your teammates good luck from us. Uh, it's a shame it came to this.